All of the newest episodes of Note to Self are now available on the Luminary Podcast app. It's free to download, and you can also listen to other podcasts from WNYC Studios, like Radiolab, Two Dope Queens, Snap Judgment, Here's the Thing with Alec Baldwin, and others. Luminary Premium is the only place where you can enjoy the entire new season of Note to Self, plus new original podcasts you won't find anywhere else, from Trevor Noah, Roxanne Gay, Guy Raz, Lena Dunham, and many more. And you can enjoy them ad-free. Start your free trial by going to luminary.link slash note to self or download the Luminary app for free. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. From WNYC, I'm Anoush Samarodi, and this is Note to Self, the tech show about being human. Uh, there are specific things that I do that I just don't think can be automated. I find humans to be confusing beings. If you mess up on a computer, it's your fault. Last week, we said we were going to do a show about Wi-Fi for today's episode. But we need to put it off because something kind of crazy has happened in the past week. Um, It's happened to your phone if you have an iPhone. It's been happening to your phone if you have Android. But now is the time to talk about it. We need to talk about it. This is totally nerdy geeky. Last week, Apple announced that you can upgrade your phone to iOS 9. This is the new operating system, new software. And with this new software, you can now also download ad-blocking apps. And so what these apps do is, you know, those annoying pop-up screens, they're gone if you go online. The cookies that follow you around, like you're like, oh, I think I want to buy towels. Actually, no, I don't. And yet those towel ads keep popping up all over the place. Yeah, that's gone too. Now, why is this a big deal? Well, we spend a lot of time on our phones, right? But going online, like browsing on the internet, it's not a great experience. It's really slow, right? Well, when you put these ad blockers on, things start to move really fast. You're, you use less battery. You suddenly maybe find that you're spending more time browsing online because it's not an annoying experience. And that's what Apple wants, right? They want you to enjoy using your phone all the time. Um, you know, I don't know how I feel about that part. I mean, I, I should be doing other things with my time. But what I do love is the idea of articles that aren't interrupted And the idea of more privacy on my phone that companies aren't tracking me everywhere. That sounds like heaven. But, you know, with tech, that's why it's so fun to talk about because it's not black and white. It's not good or evil. There's something very, very interesting going on here that could change, literally change the Internet as we know it. This is actually a huge ethical decision. It basically comes down to how the internet gets paid for, who's going to pay for it going forward. Okay, so here's what you're going to hear on the episode. You're going to hear my discussion with Casey Johnson. She's a reporter. She wrote an excellent article for The All explaining all the issues that go into ad blocking and why it is way sexier and important than it sounds. You're also going to hear throughout the episode um, in sort of real time me figuring out how to put these things on my phone. Okay, let's see if my phone has iOS 9. With this update, your phone, iPad, iPod Touch become more intelligent and proactive. And then making the choice whether or not to have them. 
And then at the end, you're going to hear what I've decided to do, what other people have decided to do, which actually surprised me. And you're going to have enough information to make your own choice. And it's because it's an important one. Hi, Casey. Hi, how are you? Good. I mean, yay. A faster phone, right? Like more privacy. It's going to stop the cookies from following me around. It's going to be easier to read. I mean, isn't that what I've always been wishing for, Casey? It is, in a way, what you have been wishing for. But the larger impact of what these ad blockers will do, it's going to be pretty devastating in my mind. Devastating for who? It's going to be devastating for specifically smaller publishers in the nearer term. Many of them rely on display ads. Subscriptions as a model don't really work. They all kind of happen piecemeal. Display ads have really become what the web relies on to do its business. Let's update this uh, phone here. I have a lovely arugula salad. Kind of annoyed because my husband ate the nice avocado that was there that I was hoping to put on the salad. Huh, interesting though. No mention of ad blocking apps. Of it, um, I'm going to have to go get them after my phone is updated. I mean, I think about why do I go on the internet anyway when when I'm on my phone? And it's usually because I want to read something or whatever it is. And like, I don't know. So I go online and I want to read. So you're saying that like, if they don't show me an ad, then how do they pay for actually making the content that I'm looking at? That's the whole question is like the entire business model that a lot of the internet is relying on. Where does it go from here? So, I mean, just to put it into perspective, like, oh, that's a bummer for some of you. Or is this like potentially the end of the Internet as we know it? I mean, I wouldn't say the end of the Internet period. I would say it's going to be a watershed moment for how business is done on the Internet, especially for smaller publishers. There's a fairly good chance that they could be wiped out. By this move. Those are the people you work for, too, right? right? Exactly. Wirecutter is not relying on display advertising, but the all definitely is. And a lot of the places I do freelance for are. Did you talk to the all's publisher? Oh, yeah. He is quoted in the piece. Um, He says that about 75 to 85 percent of their business is display advertising. Wow. So most of it. Right. So they, they don't make a lot of money other ways. They have some sponsored content. They have a podcast that they recently started, but most of their advertising, most of their business could be wiped out by ad blockers if it becomes a really big thing. And it already sort of is. Sheesh. It takes longer to update the operating system of an iPhone to iOS 9 than it does to eat an arugula salad sans avocado. So, I mean, why isn't the publisher of The All or these other places just saying like, okay, so Manoush, you like reading The All? Sorry, you got to you gotta pay. It's not impossible. But the thing about paywalls is most people don't pay for news I'll just online. skip it. it like, they'll what they'll we know just be about. like, yeah, I'll find this somewhere else. But that just becomes sort of like an arms race that's not – And then we just – it's like really redundant helpful. and, and it's we not, all explode basically. It's not something that publishers <laughs> can really win. The ad blockers are always going to win in that scenario. And I feel like, you know, we've been so conditioned to just expect free stuff. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, though, I mean, I think a lot of consumers and maybe the tech companies are wising up to this and maybe this is why this is happening now is that 
don't we have a right to not have ads shoved in our face all the time and to not be tracked all over the web and have advertisers and websites monetizing our eyeballs and our time, essentially? I think people have – I mean, advertising has been around a very long time. We can't forget that. It's And it's still on TV and it's tolerated in a lot of ways. And that's really all that anyone asks is that you tolerate it. You don't have to love it. It doesn't have to be everything you do. But it's it's how a lot of things – a lot of great things are supported. But the thing that is like genuinely objectionable is the tracking, the, the, the sort of entire – obscured infrastructure of advertising involves you as a consumer having like basically an entire profile to the ad networks that track you. They know what you like and they know what to show you. They know where you go. They see when you shop for towels and then you like close the tab and you're like, oh, I don't really want those towels. Then you go to a new website and boom, there are the towels towels in an ad on the side of the page. That's very objectionable. I would not I would not tell anyone that that's not a reason to be upset about this. But it just is not something that publishers can solve. And attacking Mm -hmm. the publishers in that scenario is attacking the wrong person. And it ends up being, I think, sort of, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but like kind of an ethical dilemma for, (laughs) you know, anyone with a phone, essentially, right? (laughs) All right. It says, hello, let's get started. Okay, let's get started. Just put in my update completed. Continue. Um, hmm. Okay. Enable location services. I don't feel great about that. Um, to finish setting up iCloud. Okay. I have to say, like this, for the first time, I feel sadness and empathy for the ad makers, which I didn't think was possible. Mm-hmm. Because I get that, like some of the best stuff online, you know, this is how they pay for it. Right. I mean. I would feel empathy for the advertisers because they are not the advertisers, never feel empathy for the advertisers, empathy for the <laughs> publishers because they've become reliant on the system. Some people are knocking them for not having foresight, which is, I don't know, that's a sort of political debate unto itself. But uh, the forces at play are you want a good browsing experience. You want to you want to be able to see and load and enjoy the content that you're trying to access that the people who are running these sites are trying to give you. It may seem hard to believe in these minor interactions, but they are trying to do that the best they can in the majority of cases. But also you are subjecting yourself to this like massive, massive business. You can't even like we can't even fully determine the scope of it. But that's not good for Apple either. If all of these sites like wither away because no one sees the ads and they have no way of paying for the stuff that they're making. I mean, if we don't have any content to look at, we're not going to use our phones. I mean, it's great for Apple because they are in the process of constructing a solution that moves all of this content that we want to access, but we're struggling with, moves all the content onto apps, specifically into something like their own app that's new with this version called Apple News. Uh Uh-huh which basically is a way for publishers to run all of their content through this app. And the content in this app is advertised against, and all of the same data still goes to Apple, and it's the same case for Facebook and so, their system. So it's like Apple and Facebook being like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry about this problem. Mm-hmm. Oh, but look, we have a solution for you. It, it is. It's driving everyone into these 
more closed scenarios where the tracking problem doesn't necessarily go away and neither does the advertising problem. There's still advertising in there and you're still being tracked by somebody. You're still getting that sort of consumer profile built about you. But it just gets given to Apple and right. to Facebook. Right. It's rather going, than it's spread going to all Facebook around. And Apple. It's all being synthesized somewhere out there, but you're giving them to companies. You're consolidating their business in a way. I've read that some people are saying like, well, it doesn't have to be that way. You could continue to make ads. They just have to be better ads so they're not <laughs> blocked. What? I mean, I guess I wonder what's a better ad. Right. I mean, a better ad, one way to think about it is a is a better ad is an ad that you want to see. And yeah, that I find because like, <laughs> it doesn't talk about a product, mm-hmm. I guess. It's just like interesting. I mean, it, it has something that you are genuinely looking for, which is what sort of targeted advertising is reaching for in this awkward and uncomfortable way when it feels like you're being watched. But a better ad is one that you want to see. The idea of liking advertising is weird to people, but it does exist. For instance, the Friskies campaign for BuzzFeed, the Deer Kitten series, uh-huh. which is a series of very humorous videos. There's an older cat giving advice to a younger cat, and it's hilarious, and it's really cute. Dear Kitten, because you are so small, you cannot jump, which is sad, sad for you, but eventually you will, and you will find the places that I refer to as up. This will come in handy, especially around the human larva, which I know smells like milk, but can be a bit grabby. Dear Kitten. People love these ads. Meow Meow like this ad. (laughs) Exactly. That advertising does exist. So the more information companies have on you and the easier it is to access and synthesize, the better ads, quote unquote, they can serve you. And companies like Apple and Facebook are really well positioned now to set that whole system up. We'll see if it works, right? (laughs) We will see. I want to try out um, one of the ad blockers, see how easy that is to do. Let's go to the top charts. Uh Aha. Isn't that interesting? The top charts, let's see, of the top 10, 1, 2, 3, Three of them are ad blockers. Okay, I'm going to go with the top one. I want to try out Peace. Marco Arment uh, gets a lot of stars. Let's give it a try. Downloading it right now. What? This item is no longer available? What do you mean? So did Peace... Okay, I see the new news app on here. But what happened to the one that I just wanted to... Let's try again here. This item is no longer available. What up with that? All right, let's try another one then. So I don't want to leave out the Android listeners, like this whole new ad blocking thing. What does it mean for you if you have a phone that runs Android? One of the companies that makes an ad blocking extension for PCs does have an app in the store that is basically a browser that will navigate you around without advertising. So that does exist for Android. Yeah, and I was reading like, Ad Age was saying, like, the sky hasn't fallen just because you can block ads on Android. Right. It hasn't. Ad blocking has been available for a really long time. We've been doing it for close to 20 years. And it's still not a majority mm-hmm. thing. Because people can't be bothered. Some they people, don't know about Some it. people genuinely don't know. Um, but as awareness of it spreads, the rate is going up. And since there are so many pressures within the tiny screen of your phone – 
it stands to reason that people will be particularly enthusiastic about the ability to block ads on there. And that's a very growing market, for especially for small publishers, to be able to advertise on phones. So that is posing a real danger to them. I mean, there's so many buzzwords, right? Mobile and disruption and ad <laughs> I know, blocking I'm really speaking and operating systems. Here, I'm sorry. I know, but like this is super, I think, really interesting stuff because to me, I mean, we are talking about sort of the bedrock of the internet mm-hmm. that it's been built on advertising that we have to look at crap in order to see what we want to look at. Right. I mean, but maybe not. That's been the transaction for a really long time, but that transaction has become really seedy and we're going to deal with it in some way. But it, it seems obvious to me that this is going to be kind of a bloodbath. A bloodbath. Mm-hmm. I mean, so at least it's exciting. Okay, so Casey, do you have an iPhone? I do have an iPhone. Last question. Have you updated to iOS 9? I have had iOS 9. I was part of the public beta program, so I've had it for a few months now, and it's been murdering my battery until recently. Have you put in the ad blockers? Have you? I have not installed an ad blocker app yet. Uh, I have looked at them, uh, and I may install <laughs> one out of them? curiosity. Like, I, I know the editors at the All are exploring this. They They want to know what's out there. Like, I... I do a lot of things for the sake of just knowing what's out there. I don't use ad blockers on my desktop. I would not use it on my phone. I won't say that I won't install one out of curiosity and to see how they work. And what about um, our listeners, note to self listeners? I mean, give it to us. Honestly, what do you think they should do? I mean, I really think we want to know. Like, I really think like if there was one thing, you know, I, I guess it's like pay for your New York Times subscription, mm-hmm. you know, give to Kickstarter funds. Yeah. If there's media that you love, I would give them money any way that you can. If you insist on having an ad blocker, at least whitelist them. You mean put them on a list oh, where it's okay to see their <sighs> Whitelist. Yes. Sorry. Whitelist uh, means you uh, let their ads show up on their website. Block pop. Okay. Oh, here we go. Content blockers. Okay. All right. I just allowed you. Okay, it says, I allow allow these content blockers. Crystal, content blockers affect what content is loaded while using Safari. They cannot send any information about what was blocked back to the app. All right, so that's good. That means Crystal doesn't know what I was doing, even though only I know what I'm doing. Well, let's see what it's like. Should I just load it? Okay, so whitelist them. If you love to read something... Read the ads too as a sign of support. Just kind of weird. You don't even to have say. to read them. Just let them do. Let them, let them do what they do. Okay. If you can, if it's a video ad and you can skip it, that's fine. Stretch your neck Whatever. is what I'm going to say. Because if you're looking at your phone, like you probably are in like a bad position mm-hmm. anyway with your chin down. So mm-hmm. like, take the moment to go like yep. this. Stretch your neck. That's what I do. Is I take okay. a when I get an ad, I take a minute to breathe and think actually. like, okay, what is this transaction? Yeah. Am I okay with it? Do I want to read this article that bad? Yes, I do. And then I just... Do some neck rolls and you're good to go. Yeah. Just relax in those few seconds. It's like a meditative time. Casey, this was awesome. Thanks so much for talking us through this exciting moment. (laughs) I can't wait to see where things go. Casey Johnston writes great stuff for Wirecutter. She also freelances for The All. I love The All. They have a new podcast. Come back and tell us what you think about it. I will. Okay, cool. Okay, so in the few days that have passed since Casey and I talked, I can't stop thinking about this, and I have also had ad blocking on my phone. 
I'm going to be completely honest. It's been kind of great. I went to look something up on the internet. Um, I wanted to see if there was a concert that I could take my sister to. And normally I would look up like one thing and it would be slow and annoying. So I, I put my phone away. I wouldn't browse online, right? But everything moved so fast that I looked up and I ended up spending 20 minutes doing searches on Safari. The experience was better. There were no ads. It was faster. It was kind of awesome. Not so awesome that I spent 20 extra minutes on my phone, but you know what I'm saying. Okay, here's another twist for you, though. I found out later that the reason why I couldn't download that Peace app, remember I was like, oh, it's, it's it says it's not available, right, when I was trying to download it onto my phone? The reason is that the developer, Marco Arment, had a change of heart. He decided that this is not the business he wants to be in, putting all these publishers potentially out of business. Um, so he pulled his app from the Apple iTunes store. Probably the first time in history that the number one app has been pulled just because the developer had an ethical change of heart, right? And Marco, uh, we want to talk to you about this when you're ready to talk about it. He's being very quiet right now. Coincidentally, his other app won't download onto my phone right now. So I wonder if I don't know. That's me being conspiracy theorist that Apple is now being tough on all of his apps in the App Store, but whatever. Okay, so this brings us to your decision. Well, first of all, Casey emailed me over the weekend to say that she downloaded it and is testing it out herself. So we should check in with her too. But I want to know if you're going to download it. And if you do, are you going to take the time to whitelist certain websites um, to make sure that they keep getting your money, keep showing you ads? Um, not your money, get your time. That's really what how you're paying them, right? The other thing that I – this is just another little interesting thing that happened was I went on my laptop and I was like, wait, do I have ad blockers on my web browser on my laptop? And it turns out they needed to be updated. So I went to them. And then there was like a little link. It was like, yeah, check these boxes if you want ad blocking. You can whitelist certain websites here so that you can continue to see their ads, pay for them essentially. And then there was another little link and I clicked on that and it was like, hi, my name's Dave or something. And this is my wife, Katie. And it was like a picture of a cute couple. And they were like, we are asking you on the honor system to pay for this ad blocker. Will you pay $10, $20? I guess we'll see if you're a good person, basically is what they said. And it just struck me like the ad blockers want to be paid, even though they're stopping other people from being paid. And this is all a pain in the neck to like have to go somewhere else and pay somebody else and do something else. Wouldn't it be easier if we could just have this all built into our gadgets, right? Yeah, but then here's the problem with that. That means Apple or whoever makes your phone is in charge of everything, all of it, the entire ecosystem. And I don't know how I feel about that. Right now, Apple is showing itself to be the leader in terms of these big tech companies when it comes to privacy and security. I don't know. They got hacked over the weekend. We don't know what their relationship is with the NSA right now. That means an entire your life online would have to be based on trust the trust that you have with one single company. I'm not sure that's such a good idea. Yeah, I've been watching 
I don't know. Have you been watching Mr. Robot? Evil Corp? Apple's not Evil Corp, but I can think of some others that I will put that label on. All right. My brain might explode. The Note to Self team this week, Joe Plord, Jen Poyant, and Ariana Tobin. I'm Manoush Samarodi. This is Note to Self. We'll talk next week. Thank you. How do you even ask for that? Uh, it's a foil manicure. Oh, my God. It's so cool. <laughs> Your hands are, like, on fire. Yeah, that's what I was – I was kind of going for, like, a like a fiery sort of leaf mm-hmm. fall thing. But. but it's blue, so it's, like, mm-hmm. really hot. Mm-hmm. So hot it's I not even so. red.